Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oak Lawn, Midlothian, Oak Forest, Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! I made a terrible mistake and decided I was going to coach T ball this year. That's, that, that's not coaching. There's, there's no wrangling them up. That's all it is. It's hurting cats. hurting cats. But I, I coached my daughter all the way up until about high school age. And she was, I mean, at the end, it was very competitive to the point where sometimes I felt bad for her. You know, and the kids, because some of the parents become psychos. And some of the kids get really stressed out. And it, it in the league that she was in, her all-star team won like the 11 and under state championship a few years back. And she's... The, She's been in these really competitive things that I wanted now with the little guy to go back to the original stuff. Back when it was nice and calm. And they and were running fun. the third base and I saw of first a picture base. of a sign that someone posted outside, like a, a little league stadium or, or a field, and it said something like, Keep in mind, parents, like all the coaches are volunteers. There's no college tuition or given out today. Right. Like, calm down. It's only a game. Well, I always tell the story. Um, on the Socks in the Basement podcast, which is also part of the broadcast basement on demand radio network, that and, Ding! We've, had, yeah, <laughs> we've had Don Paul on a few times, and he's a South Sider who ended up pitching for the White Sox. And Don will tell you that he was the worst player in his baseball league when he was a kid. He would get the minimum two innings and one at bat. He was a terrible pitcher. And then when he went to high school, he was the worst pitcher at Evergreen Park High School. Okay. He, and then when he went to college, he couldn't believe he went on as a walk-on and they took him. <laughs> he went as a joke. And then and then and somehow he ended up in the major leagues. So here's a kid who sucked at yeah. that age and he made it to the majors. No first and yet I have met so many parents now that my kids are older who I remember when they pushed their kids. Their kids are not stars. Yeah. Some of them are not playing in high school. Say, how many of them Some are of their kids are not anymore. even playing in high school. Yeah. Like that, and they and they did everything. They put them in all these extra things. So to me, I have that perspective and I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna do T ball because I don't care. Because I I've I I've seen all this now. I'm the older, wiser statement. The problem is the parents on my team, they're all at their first kids. First kid. First kid. And Big I'm at difference. the last one, and I'm a generation further on. So I have people sending me You're emails. You're handling it different than they I have are. people sending me emails asking why we're not having as many T-ball practices as other T-ball teams. And my response is, it's T-ball. Your, your job? They hit the ball off of a T. Everybody bats. Maybe. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> I mean, bats. They really usually hit the T yeah. farther than yeah. they hit the Everybody ball. Everybody right. bats. The last kid that comes up automatically has a home run, even if it drops two feet in front of the plate and the pitcher picks it up immediately. We let them all run around the bases. There are no innings because there's a time limit and you want to have practice by the, the way game thank you practice. to your son for picking all the dandelions in left field the during field, the game the field looks much nicer right. the game is the practice i'm not concerned of another team oh the coach this other team is gonna whip us in t-ball 
I don't care. <laughs> What's wrong with you? The weather is warming. A buzz permeating through the South Side as things open up, and this is your South Side Pod. Word on the street. The Windy City Thunderbolts and Crestwood have been given the green light. They will allow crowds of up to 60% at Ozinga Field when the 2021 season opens, coming up here very shortly on May the 27th against the Joliet Slammers. They are already playing exhibition games and looking forward to it. Individual ticket customers will be able to purchase tickets in pods of two through six, and they can be purchased online. But if you have a specific ticket arrangement that you want to work out with the Ozinga Field box office, give them a call now, 708-489-2255, or shoot an email to info at wcthunderbolts.com. Good luck this season to the Windy City Thunderbolts. Meanwhile, Shepherd High School celebrating the 200th career victory of varsity softball coach Kelsey Clifford. Been there for around a decade, won the South Suburban Conference Red Division Championship four times in the last five years, and currently has her team in first place. Oh yeah, and all six seniors have signed on to play college ball already. Congratulations to the Astros manager. The city of Oak Forest is introducing a new free program that will help residents with disabilities get home safely. It's called the Find My Home Program. If you have an adult or a child with a disability who may be unable to find their way home in Oak Forest, there is a database being set up to assist those individuals in finding their residence when they cannot communicate it. You can get an application and find out more. Go to oakforest.org. I think they put a dash in there on their website. That's right, oak-forest.org. That's your Southside Pod word on the street. If you have something you want to talk about or tell us about so we can pass it along to everybody else, you can leave a message 24-7, 365 days a year at 708-459-8406 or go to the website southsidepod.com and click on the blue microphone and from any device you can leave us your message now let's get to our first guest did you know that one of the biggest most prestigious schools on the south side of chicago marion catholic high school has a principal that by day is principal and pretty much every other moment of his life runs warrior wrestling This is a independent wrestling circuit. He's a wrestling promoter. He's the Vince McMahon of the South Side. Uh, We have out here the principal of Marion Catholic and also the head of Warrior Wrestling, Steve Tortorello on the line. How are you, Steve? I am great, gentlemen. Thank you so much for inviting me today. It's always great to chat with you. Thanks for coming on. Look, I I want to ask you this question right off the bat because the last time we talked, I had to go look this up. (laughs) we were right in the middle of like, what are we going to do for like school and what are we going to do with uh, wrestling and how are we going to have shows and how are you going to teach your students? And now like you've gotten through it. How does it feel right now to be at this point in May, you're planning shows and I would imagine your kids, you're able to have more interaction with them at this point than you probably even imagined back at the beginning of this whole thing. Yeah, you know, it's been so interesting. It's evolved so much as we've been in it. it, it it's almost like, you know, if, if you do something gradually, 
day over day for a year. It doesn't seem as crazy as if you would have looked at it from a year before. So we've gradually gone from you know being afraid of our shadow as everybody's trying to be safe around the virus to figuring out what we can do safely to our whole staff getting vaccinated to a giant chunk of our juniors and seniors getting vaccinated. Sports came back this spring in a safe way. Um, it's not perfect by any means, but little by little, we've worked our way back to some semblance of normal. And we've got one week of class left and then finals week. And then this June, we start with wrestling shows with, with more people in, uh, in capacity. And it's not going to be quite normal yet, but I will tell you, it feels darn good to be able to like smell normal. Like you can smell normal cooking in the kitchen and you just can't wait till you can have that beautiful, normal pizza. You know, AEW now is going to start having uh, crowds at uh, their next pay-per-view. We saw what WrestleMania looked like. We see what's going on in the state of Illinois and even like sports teams. The Chicago White Sox are up to 60%. I told Mike, mm-hmm. I think sports will be the thing that actually brings people back because even after yeah. the CDC came out with their new mask guidance, people are nervous. They're not sure. what it, What is the norm? Yeah, I'm vaccinated. Are people going to look at me weird when I take this thing off? And I think sports and what we see on TV and when we go to events will be the thing that gets people used to being around each other again, and Warrior Wrestling is going to have a big part in that. Agreed. And I think really the key is going to be getting there with outdoor activities. So you mentioned the Cubs and the Sox, right? It, it, it's We know from the science, it's literally 90-something times safer to be outdoors than it is to be indoors because of the air return rate, et cetera. So I think it's going to start with baseball games, wrestling under the stars, street festivals, concerts outdoors. And I think that will get everybody more and more comfortable so that when we get to September and October when it gets cold again, I think that'll translate into people being more comfortable indoors. So I think the key is definitely outdoor events. Now you have three big shows going on in your stadium over at Marion Catholic this summer. We're going to get into the details on that in just a moment. But from what I understand You guys are bringing a focus to Lucha Libre wrestling. Like for anybody that doesn't understand what that is, that's Rey Mysterio back in WCW. I I think he's actually still around now wearing the mask over his face, the high flying, the flips, the crazy maneuvers in there. Uh, Tell me a little bit about this. That's correct. So we have loved Lucha Libre from the start and we've always felt like it was an important part of wrestling and we wanted it in everything that we did at Warrior Wrestling. So actually Warrior 1 through 8 all featured luchadors from Mexico and sometimes in many matches. If you're a non-fan, it's the kind of thing that you can watch and go, oh, I don't like wrestling. And you watch this and go, oh, this is fun. These guys are amazing. Um, So we always believed very much in Lucha Libre and obviously during the pandemic, we weren't bringing anybody in from Mexico. So there was no travel. So the four shows we did outdoors last year had no luchadors. The exception of Daga came to one show, but he's stateside now. And so as we were brainstorming, Eric and I and some of our other friends backstage at Warrior, we're brainstorming our big return for 2021. We said, first and foremost, we want to make a statement that Lucha Libre is back. That it will, as long as there's no pandemic or reason not to have guys coming up to be part of the shows, it will always be part of Warrior. And so we talked about what could make that statement bold and tell people Lucha's not going away. And that's when we said we're going to create a Lucha Libre championship. So Warrior Wrestling at Marion Catholic in the stadium. Three different events this summer. It's called the Stadium Series. Saturday, June 5th, that one's coming up. Saturday, July 17th. And Saturday, August the 21st. Give us all details for those that either follow wrestling like crazy or those that just want to go and have a good time. I mean, let's be honest. We're looking for things to do. Entertainment is coming back. 
This might be a fun thing to bring the kids to. It might be just a fun thing to go hang out with your buddies and do. Tell us all about it here, Steve. Absolutely. Thank you for the time. Uh, everything's available at warriorwrestling.net. The tickets uh, for the first show and the season pass for all three shows. We're really pushing the season pass, and we're actually running out of them. Um, the season pass allows you to see all three shows, June, July, and August. You get a VIP Fan Fest ticket to all three, a field ticket to all three, a Warrior Wrestling face mask, four posters, free parking, and you can bring more kids in for free. It's a $450 value for 300 bucks, so you save over 30% or roughly 30% of uh, what you'd spend if you did all that over the course of the summer. So go ahead and grab your tickets at warriorwrestling.net. You can follow us on socials at, at Warrior Wrestling, no vowels in wrestling, W-R-S-T-L-N-G, that's on Twitter and Facebook, excuse me, Instagram, and we're on Facebook as well. So the big show is Saturday, June 5th, bell time is at 7, Fan Fest is 5 to 6.30. Steve Tortorello, Warrior Wrestling, thanks for joining us on Southside Pod. Thank you guys for the time, and as always, I cannot wait to share a wrestling event with you, so we'll talk to you soon. Hey gang, ever wonder what it's like to be a small business owner? It's confusing, weird expenses coming out of nowhere, and when you throw in health insurance, forget it. Nobody understands how that works. If you own a business, big or small, it's one of the biggest expenses you have all year long. And yet, we all wait until open enrollment at the end of the year, and then we think to ourselves, next year, next year I'll get a jump on it. And then it's another year of paying way too much. If you're a business owner, big or small, HR representative that wants to impress the boss, give Butch Zemar of Elite Benefits of America a call. Save yourself or your boss thousands or even tens of thousands of dollars a year. Reach out to Butch right now, 708-535-3006, or shoot him an email, butch at elitebenefits.net. And be sure to check out the Zemar podcast. Don't wait till the last minute. Put Butch Zemar to work for you now. I become I become a curmudgeonly old man. You've become a curmudgeonly old Bill? man. No, I have because here's the thing. Now that I've gotten to a certain age, where I have to, yeah, and I have two kids that are teenagers, and I have the young kid that's five still, and he keeps me Oops. young. Yeah, <laughs> he has conversations with me, and sometimes I can't wait to hear about tornadoes, trains. And, 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 you know, Big Ben, he's like enamored with the idea that Big Ben is this giant clock. I don't know where he gets this stuff from. And then dinosaurs, and he can mix them all into one conversation and he'll jump from one to the other. Now I'll get lost for 20 minutes because it's got nothing to do with the stuff that teenagers come to you with. It's like, this is the greatest conversation I've had all week because it's nonsense and he's just happy. I love it. Happy conversation. But the thing is now I've gotten to the point in life where if it's a hassle, I'm done with it. So. I have an account for the Broadcast Basement Network, of course, because it runs its own business, right? Yes, I mean, right. I have all these other podcasts on it, right? Sure. Okay. So I have the business account, and I had all of a sudden a $16 charge on the account because I didn't maintain the right balance for all 30 days because I bought a bunch of, yeah, uh, you, of hats okay. to give away for socks in the basement, okay. right? Is that coming out of our paycheck? Oh, wait, oh, we don't yeah. get paid. <laughs> no, we, we, owe, we owe Chris $16. Oh, okay. Eight bucks a piece. So what it. I do is I say, I'm going to call the bank branch, and I'm going to be like, what is this? Because this is new, because I've never seen this rule before. Because it turns out, when I find out eventually what's going on, they just put the rule in at the beginning of the year. January 1st, they put a new rule in, and they were like, well, we'll just start hitting all these right. businesses you for 16 bucks. You didn't read the bucks. 42 emails. Right. So you called the you. bank branch. Yeah. Right. So I call the bank branch. Nobody picks up. 
I call, nobody picks up. I call, nobody picks up. I'm driving by the bank branch. It's one of the big branches. It's Bank of America. I'll just say what it is. It's Bank of America. And I drive by the Bank of America. There's a line out the door all the time because everybody's got to line up outside, right? And I'm like, I'm not stopping there. I'll be there for a half hour trying to get into the place just to ask somebody about a $16 charge. So then I try to call the 800 number, but I can't because they they don't have an 800 number on their website anymore. If you want to contact them, you have to tweet them. No, so I have that's to, not real. I have to. No, I'm serious. Reach out to us with any I, problems. I switch banks. So, so after I reach out to the Twitter thing, the Twitter bot then sends me a phone number, and then I call the phone number and I wait on hold for 45 minutes. Now I'm doing other work, so it's just playing in the background while I'm working down here. But now I'm like on a mission. I'm. All, I got anxiety listening to the so story. This, <laughs> this all, but this is how angry I am over the sixteen dollars charge. I'm like, what the heck? So I get somebody on the line, and she tells me this. I go, okay. At cool. this point, it's not about the sixteen. Now, now, no. Now I'm trying to prove to myself that they really don't give a crap, and I because I'm going to switch wait, banks. So bank doesn't I, give I, a crap. I can't crap? wait to hear about the poor girl who finally got on the phone with you, right? Oh no, no, no. <laughs> she, got, she got on the phone with me, and I felt bad for her, and I said, look, oh, really? I just want to know what the charge is for. She told me, when did they put this in the place? She told me, I said, so you're telling me during a pandemic when every business has basically just been destroyed. And she's like, yeah, I'm really sorry, sir. I said, don't you be sorry. It's not your fault. I just want to clarify before I leave. And she's like, oh, you're okay. much nicer I said, than I would have been. Totally leaving, but it'll, you know, I, I, I got to go find another bank. And then I moved over to the, the, the first national bank of Evergreen Park up the street because it's just like a one branch thing. Yeah. Like, and then when I walk in, they they all know me. Like, and I, and I Hello, Mr. It's like 1955. Right. Like, the owner comes right. out and shakes your hand. The owner comes out, shakes right. your hand. The manager said hello to me when I opened up an Hi, account. Chris. Right. So, and and so I switched over to Business Count, the other one. And on the first day, I had a problem with the online thing that they had, where password wasn't working. I emailed the guy over there, and he emails me back. He goes, "Hey, you know what? It's my day off, but I already passed this along to somebody else. It'll be fixed in about nice. 20 minutes." Wow. He didn't even need to respond to me. And right away, the whole thing was fixed. And I've reached that point now where it's like, if you give me a hard time, I'm just going to never do business Take with you Take my again. ball and go right. somewhere much nicer than customer somewhere service lady. You know how many times I've told customer service people that I'm going to try to jump through the phone and choke them? Well, yeah, but that doesn't help. Listen, listen, no, that doesn't it help. helps me. But you have to remember, I was a 911 dispatcher for 10 years. True. Like, I always used to do that when I would walk into doctor's offices or something like that. And the secretary would act like they were super busy because they had one person on hold right. and somebody else had called. And they'd be like, can you hold on a second? I'm like, hey, don't worry about it. I got to deal with phones ringing all the time at my job, too. Oh, what do you do? 911 dispatch. But you look stressed. Yeah. So do I have herpes or not? (laughs) (laughs) Folks, do you have barbecues that just seem to be missing something? Does it take almost five minutes for your hot dogs to cook? Does it take forever to get your fire started? You know, that fire ain't starting. Shut up! Well, you need a big-ass bottle of lighter fluid. It's a guarantee. Just empty the entire bottle into the grill and get Uncle Larry to light it. Instant meal! Uncle Larry should make 40 to 50 patties. Bones should disintegrate. So remember, get a big-ass ball of lighter fluid and have a blast! Honey, the house is on fire! I know, I love Memorial Day. (sighs) It is now time for your South Side Sound Check. Live music is back at many venues. Check out these. Our good friends over at the Blue Island Beer Company on the Dixie Highway Brewery Trail have live music this weekend. Anderlich and Church, Saturday, the 22nd, 6.30 to 9 p.m., Chicago-based Acoustic Roots Band. And then on Sunday from 3 to 6 in the afternoon, Nora O'Connor and Casey McDonough, live on the patio. That is an outdoor show. Bring your lawn chairs. 
It isn't music-based, but it's pretty cool. Our friends over at Rock Island Public House, also in Blue Island, celebrating Beat on the Brat. That is a weekend celebration of Joey Ramone featuring their great restaurant there, Butter Upon Bacon. Homemade sausages being cranked out the entire weekend, 21st through the 23rd. And remember to check out their lineup of drive-in movies going on this weekend, rockislandpublichouse.com. And in Marionette Park, 115 Bourbon Street, Friday night, Motley 2 and Rock Brigade on stage. That's Motley Crew and Def Leppard music. Starts at 9 p.m. And in another location, it's Latin Night featuring DJ Technique. Get details on all of those shows at 115bourbonstreet.com. And that right there is your sound check. This is Southside Pod. How long can you reasonably just sit on a couch and do nothing and feel like it's okay in your house? Today you got, or ever in my life? No, today. With kids, with a job, you know you went out, you earned money that week. There are some things around the house you have to do, but like... How long before you start to either feel guilty or she yells at you? Do you think you can actually sit on a couch like before an guilt or yelling? Really? That's it? Just that was hour. like today. Uh, I had a rough night at work. I only got a couple hours of sleep, and I was like, I need to get some rest. And I spent like a good hour, and I'm like, I feel like a piece of s. You know, this is terrible. So you feel like you need to get but up. But even right my away. wife's like, hey, you know, we both worked hard this week. We deserve it. And I was like, okay. So I spent like another 20 minutes, and then, of course, the kids wanted to do something. Yeah, so the then kids, he got out. That's the hard part is the kids, you know. Yeah, me, obviously you guys my... love your kids a lot more than me because like, <laughs> I just kind of go go play with your other go play with the other kids like that's what I do and I, I sit mean, on the couch. Right. On my sixth game of baseball stars today, one of the kids finally came up to me and tried to get me to do something with them. So I had to I just stopped playing Nintendo. Yeah, you know what you do? You give them a controller and you say, "Beat your father." Right, it's not even plugged and they, in. They have no chance. <laughs> they have no chance. So <laughs> I'm scared to ask to, for you to answer this question though. What's your what's your couch time? It's like April, like, May, we're going and June. hours. Are you saying? Are you in days at this point? I don't know, no, but I I I can do a good two hours before I start to feel guilty. And then after another then four hours, up. then you get out. No, no, then I get up. <laughs> then I get up. But to me, I and feel like you know, I feel like if I put in money. if I put in work all week long, and I'm going to do other stuff that day. If Dad needs a break, Dad needs a break, especially during the Most pandemic. Most of your work involves involve drinking, by the way. Right? Huh? Will you consider work. You have a beer in your hand. No. Yes. No, that's not true. I don't drink down here at the studio all day long. Really? No, I don't. Only like 62%. No, I don't. In fact, I normally don't pour my first beer until about 10 p.m. Okay. He gets up, he gets it up at two in the afternoon. I might have a glass of wine at dinner, and if I don't do that, I won't pour my first drink until about 10 p.m. And his first scotch is at 8 15 (laughs) a.m. With his Wheaties. Beer. It's not just for breakfast anymore. Chris, you think this might just be a normal song, but it's not. It's actually an intervention. We brought you down here because we care about you, and we're afraid you're gonna hurt someone or yourself. Because, frankly, you've just been drinking too much. Chris, You may think that you came up with this great idea to have a podcast network, but it's all part of the greater plan to bring you down here for this intervention because we love you. And we all wrote letters to tell you how much we care because you have a drinking problem. Chris. You're an alcoholic, and you drink too much. 
Are you guys thirsty? That song made me thirsty. Does your financial advisor actually take time to listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? Why worry about those things when Tom Walsh is nearby? He's your local Edward Jones financial advisor. He works with you, focusing on what's important to you. He uses an established process to create personalized financial strategy, and he partners with you to help your strategy stay on track. Listen, families in South Chicago land have been benefiting from Tom's get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values for over 18 years. Contact my close personal friend and also a fellow Brother Ice alumni, Tom Walsh. He's your local Edward Jones advisor, located in Mount Greenwood at 111th and Kedzie. Member SIPC. Everybody listening right now knows that Southside Pod is having a listener of the month declared on next week's show, right? And that person's getting $100 cash. Wait, you don't know that? You want to win 100 bucks? The Southside Pod Listener of the Month will be a listener that shares our show on social media. And that means looking at the post and either retweeting it so we can see who retweeted it or sharing the original post on Facebook. We will see that you shared it. We're going to randomly draw a winner and we're going to award that person 100 bucks. So if we show up in your DMs, we're not trying to hit on you. We're trying to give you money. So if you found this show on social media, now is the time to enter. Tell your friends about it, and you may become $100 richer. Plus, if you want to leave a review, we'll take that as an entry as well. That means all you have to do is go on like Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Then take a screenshot of that and hit us up through one of our social media sites, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and send us the picture. Include your contact information when you do that, and your review is yet another way to enter. You can actually enter more than once. It's the Southside way. There is a very easy way to leave reviews. It's at southsidepod.com. The website has been newly remodeled. Check it out. You're going to love it. Plus, there's that little blue microphone right there on any device you're using. If you don't see it right away on your mobile phone, start scrolling. It'll pop up in the lower right-hand corner of your screen. Hit that, and you can leave us a message anytime, anywhere. Southside Pod, growing all over the Southside this summer and giving away cash to our best listeners. Before we head out of here, Evergreen Park has a farmer's market, and it's open. I took a trip there. This is what I found. Staying out here at the Evergreen Park Farmer's Market, and we are at the Baracus tent, and Elise is standing here with me, and this is, what, raw organic honey? It is, yeah. What What is the difference here? How, like, how do you flavor it? I'm looking at this, and you have mango honey, orange honey, blueberry honey, mint honey. How do you do that? So all of our infusions are done with fresh fruit, fresh herbs, fresh root. Uh, we just use the sun, so we just usually... we submerge the honey with whatever we're infusing, the fruit or herb, and we use the sun to heat it up, and after a couple weeks, it starts releasing its oils and flavors, and there you go. You strain it and then jar it. When it's organic honey, what makes it organic? Just so people know, like, I mean, like, what what makes your honey unique? So our honey comes straight from the hive into the jar, so that we don't add any 
anything else into it. We're all over Chicagoland area. It's a nonprofit organization, so any anywhere where there's like an open lot, we'll set up a community garden, and in exchange, um, we'll put a hive on it. So we have some on the lakefront, um, South Shore, all over the place. We're standing with Lisa now at the Floralore tent. It says, "Tell your story with flowers." Lisa, how do you tell a story with flowers? I feel like everybody. I, I feel like I think in color stories. So, I mean, my color story is usually kind of like in the pinks and purple families, but people can tell stories in all sorts of different ways. There's also a lot of people who tend to think about like the meanings of flowers, but yeah, I tend to think more like in terms of texture and color and the way that all of those things kind of come together and express feeling. The music and also the name, which uh, uh, I think you mentioned it to me before we turned on the microphone, it's like folklore. Is this basically an enchanted flower tent? I think you could say that, yeah. I tend to bring some kind of like, I mean, you can see the more rustic, um, like hanging planters and things like that. This is like the, the flower tent that you would go to before you went off to slay the dragon. In Dungeons <laughs> yeah. and Dragons, is that what this is? Perfect. Lourdes is standing here with me from El Coyote. You you guys are in Elsip, but you come out here to the farmer's market each and every week. Is that You've been coming out here for years, right? Yes, definitely. And we have a great crowd always coming out, loyal cu customers, so no, rain or shine, we're here. <laughs> you know, what's amazing is that you have gotten a reputation already as like one of the must see things at the farmer's market. I have so many I people, so. I have so many people tell me this is where you go get tamales. There like how, is that your most famous item here? Is that the thing that gets requested yeah. the most? Yeah, that's what I started with. And then that's what they come looking for me for. Yeah. Right. But now you got breakfast tacos. Yeah. You got, you got uh, quesadillas out here. You got churros out here. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you're have breakfast. So. I could have breakfast and lunch. Yeah. As I there look you at go. Your like yeah. I could spend all day in the farmer's market. Like if I come in in the morning, there's breakfast. If I yes. come later in the day, there's lunch. Yeah. And what is your most popular item? Is it, the, is it is it a specific tamale? Like what is asked for? Um, actually, it's the chicken and the pepper and cheese. Is that your favorite? Yeah. My favorite are actually the pork. The pork ones? The pork ones, See, yeah. I'm waiting for you to tell me what you like because yeah. I'm going to order like some. I the pork ones, so that's my favorite. But if you ask my daughter, she's like the chicken all the way. So. <laughs> <laughs> so each and every week out here at the farmer's market? Every week, every week. Thank you for listening to see what's happening on the Southside Pod, on the Southside Pod. Join us again and be sure to tell a friend about the Southside Pod, about the Southside Pod. All things about the neighborhood we live in. All things about the places that we go. It's the best side of Chicago, the South Side Pod. We have our own little show sometimes. I know, I know. I, I listen to it in the show. I do, I listen yeah. to it in the It's editing. horrible, by the way. <laughs> We only one listener, you.